Good morning, babes, and welcome to Coffee and Tequila, the show for people who love stories and love storytelling, unless it's a Monday morning show, which we do some hot topics and a little bit of extra stuff. I don't know. I just good go day. with the flow on one. Yeah, good way to start the, uh, start the week. Start the week. Yeah. And I'm Alistair. I'm Zach. And we are happy to have you. And we hope that you are listening to us while you're on your way to work. Maybe you're a little drowsy. And we can just like help you pick up a little bit. Pick up your energy a little bit. Like, so what's that? What are, why are we doing like little extras? What do you mean? I don't know. We just usually do coffee. We what are you, what are do you doing coffee, now? But uh, my, my, my friend, Arden, she's a fitness expert. And she uses Premier Protein as her uh, like uh, creamer. Creamer. And so I was like, oh, that sounds nice. It's it might look pretty. Look. It does look pretty. So, guys. I, I think that looks pretty. Little, do you want to, here, show the brand to you. Premier Protein is it's your creamer. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode is sponsored, by the way, though, by Helix Sleep. And we'll let you know a little bit more about them a little bit later. But first, I'm going to kind of go into some topics, right? Um, some well, hot topics. We would have... We've been gone for a good two weeks. I would weeks, say that we've we been gone for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, it was a nice birthday. two-week break. Yeah, it was my birthday. And then it was our anniversary. We Yeah, and those are like so close together. So my birthday's yeah. on the July 7th, and then the anniversary's on uh, July 11th. So they're usually, we usually just like bundle up the events. And uh, How'd you like your come. birthday? It was a birthday. I mean. <laughs> I kind of took over his birthday in a way because it turned out that was the day I was taking command. Well, you're taking command the next day. Oh, but, yeah, I was taking command the next but day. But I don't usually do anything for my birthday anyway, usually. Um, I think I usually no, just you like, do. it's just like, I, you, do I? Do you, I? When's well, the last time I, I had a party, I, I do something for your birthday. Alistair. You might does, not do anything yes. for your birthday, but I do stuff for you Birthdays for are depressing. Birthday. What is the science between birthdays being depressing? Because I know a lot of people feel that way, and I definitely feel that way. I think it's also the way, well, the way you treat birthdays and the yeah. way birthdays have been treated in your family or maybe even the way your your, your family reacts to birthdays could probably have an impact on that i don't know i don't know you know i just i i i, I want a very long nice nap for my birthday or like to watch some movies by the way i do have a little bit of a grab he did he was fantastic for my birthday he got me some really <laughs> okay. nice things and he got me really nice things and he got me like a, a little beer uh, stout with some candy in it um but then I got you some collectibles. He did. Ah, shit. I wish I had them here next time on the Friday morning, yes. show, on the Friday late show. I'll show you what he got me. Uh, but he did say all week, he said, okay, so since this is your birthday week, we will watch horror movies every day this week. We didn't watch a single horror movie that we week didn't? that I chose. Then I don't know why you weren't choosing horror movies because I was there. I, He's busy, man. He's busy. His new I'll, I'll job a, has got him so busy. Honest, yeah, I was pretty freaking busy. He was getting, and it's not your fault, um, but you were you were getting home super late. Um, we just, like, I don't know, I'm tired by the time you got back. And uh, on the, so my birthday was on the 7th, and then on the 8th, you took command. So he's yeah. like in charge of a bunch of soldiers now. Um, and then we took a spot of leave for, uh, for, our anniversary. for our anniversary, which we really literally just chilled. We didn't even yeah. like. Really, we just went home. Dinner. We went home. So my yeah. parents live about eight hours away. So we went to visit my mom. Um, we saw them. We saw my grandparents. We went to Brownwood. Because uh, I figured it was your birthday too, so it was it was nice for us to go. Over oh, there. my mom made lasagna. It's just oh, oh. so good. It is my favorite. If I was on death row, that would be my death row dish. I know. If I had one day on this earth, that would be my last last meal. Yeah, I, I know you're you're living, laughing, and loving mm-hmm. about that entire thing. We didn't do anything for our anniversary though. No, we didn't. So we still need we still need to celebrate her. Which is weird because it's five years. I feel like five years is. What, what, I don't even know what the thing is for five year the the five year gift. 
I don't know. I think is it a metal like iron five year gift. Let me see. Yeah, five year gift. We did buy each other on Amazon Prime Day though. We said we were going to buy a bar cart, and then Amazon Prime Day just so happened to be like the next day, and so we we bought a bar cart. Uh, And then I accidentally bought three bar three of them. Okay, they wouldn't let you. (laughs) So the bar carts are coming in, but I think they said that I could return them once they come in. Yeah. So once they come in, we're just gonna have one for every room of the house. Did you order three bar carts? I was like, no, I canceled it too. I came in and woke you up because I'm like, shit, Amazon Prime Day is going to be done. Are we allowed to cancel this order? We are not. Um, So we'll send it back, but we got a bar cart for anniversary. That's where the gift we said we were going to go in on together. And we got like $100 off because it was Amazon Prime Day. Um, And that was, so that was super great. And then uh, what else has been going on? Oh, we have to. Wood. Wood. So wood is your fifth year anniversary gift. Okay, we can do wood for fifth anniversary no, we'll just do wood in a different wood way. just in a different you're making the <laughs> joke who are you were you about to say who, that no it's just you're so you're no. so like that's not you man. That that's not so you buddy. <laughs> he's getting all red now he's like i made my own <laughs> self blush um no i don't know we've it's been a little bit hectic though like we had an easy two weeks but then now things are kind of ramping up because the we're coming to the le- the end of our lease here in the apartment so we were like trying yes. to figure out what we're going to do because we were the plan was always to get a house um because we have this storage unit that we're paying like 170 dollars a month for um but it just pumped up 40 percent. so well that's the thing is like so the the apartment complex sent us a uh they sent us a new sort of like sheet that said, hey, our rent, you're, you're coming to the end of your yeah. lease. Do you want to resign? If you want to resign for six months, eight months, 12 months. And they sent us like how much it would be per month, depending on when we signed. Or if you did like month to month, Rob. And it's going um, up. And it is going up. It's not going up as much as I thought I was, I was thinking no, it was probably going I think it was like 120 to. or something. Yeah. It's not um, terribly bad. Um, it's bad if you're doing month to month. It's pretty pricey if you're yeah. doing month to month, which we are going to have to do. But we were like, mm, we, we do kind of like it here. The only thing is we're paying $170 for that damn storage unit. Storage. That do we want to do we want to keep that and then <laughs> so, <laughs> we like drove around because then um we were looking at houses on post and so we ha- we were on the waiting list for that and so they called us and they said um, hey we've got one for you do you want it and so we like drove around kind of looked at the houses you know the neighborhood that they were going to give us um, and we we're like oh we don't know if we want to do it we kind we do like this area and we like the because. Fort Bliss is like way off over there it's like not in the area that we want to be in um, yes. And we it's love very this congested area. over over there. We do love this area, and then uh, we love this apartment complex. It's just mm-hmm. nice, you know, and it's easy. Um, it's I think been simple, especially after living in a bigger place. Living in a, downsizing for me has been good for my mental health, and not having to deal with all the extra square footage, not having to deal with the yard, mm-hmm. not having to deal with all that stuff has been good for me. It's been a nice break, um, yeah. and so we were like, "Oh well, we'll just take the weekend. We'll try to decide." We checked the mail. <laughs> <laughs> we got another notice from uh, our storage unit saying they're bumping it up to $258 yes. a month. So that made our decision for us. We're not going to pay a $258. So we're going to have for, yeah, for the storage. So I think we're moving out in August. We actually make the decision today. Mm-hmm. So today I have to call the uh, leasing company and let them know that yeah. we want the house to put us on the reservation. And we should be in that house at the end of August. End of August, yeah. So it's it's hectic. We're having to drive a U-Haul. To work too, yeah, because I'll be gone part of August for two weeks in August. Yeah, and I'll be gone two weeks. Yeah, two weeks in August. Oh, in yeah. August. Yeah, and then a week. And then a week in July. In July. Oh, Alistair, what are you doing to me? 
He's he's just leaving me completely, guys. He's just completely leaving me. There's, I didn't know about these two weeks in August. I, we have this. I told you that. I, I feel like you you don't We're tell August. me these things. You know what? We're gonna have a couple's calendar. I think we need where we a put stuff on. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just gonna have to have to have a shared couple's calendar that has at least three months worth of stuff. Because you tell me things really late, but you don't think you do. But you tell me things real late. You know how I heard he's leaving in July from our friend Sage. <laughs> I told you you just didn't hear me. And plus, I thought it was going to be a different thing. I thought it was going to be a different Am I the situation. asshole for not telling my husband that I have to go on business <laughs> trips? <laughs> Who is she? Who is he? Who is he? Um, Who is your second family? Marco Polo. Ah, okay. I hope it's not Ricky Martin. Ooh, don't touch that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we do have some things for you. Yeah, it's just our, our life updates. Pretty messy. Um, and then I have a YouTube video I want to put together. So I have to do one for July. Um, July is my like deadline, so I have to have one put out. Um, but what, what have we been? Doing? We we saw we saw a couple movies. Uh, Thor. We saw Thor. Love and Thunder came out. Love and Thunder, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I, I don't don't think it was as well plotted. As Thor Ragnarok, but I had a lot of fun. I think Thor Ragnarok was just something real special for the MCU, and it felt more, I don't know, especially coming after those first two Thor movies where they were trying to be so serious with that character, Yeah, and then that character was clearly, like, Chris Hemsworth is a pretty good comedian, I think, and so when they realized that and kind of leaned into that, I feel like it... uh, it worked out a lot better, and so they definitely did that for this one, which was great. Yeah, which, which was good because before um, the Thor Ragnarok, um, yeah. the first two movies they really played him straight, and in the Avengers movies they played around with his comedy, and I think that people saw that he was really good at comedy, and Taika Waititi did a really good job of drawing that out. He did uh, for both movies. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. But when I left, I was like, I was like, it was good. I liked it. I liked it. I still, I still like it, and I think still think it's good. He doesn't like me to dis. Do you see his face right here? He's like, well, he's like. In Thor's defense, <laughs> you did have to leave for a second. I did have to. Well, we're not talking about that. Yes. Though. No. Yes, no. but we're gonna put all the facts on the table. Oh no, man, all the bags on the table. Um, <laughs> it was a good movie. I think being a little bit more removed from it now. It's been a couple weeks since we've seen it. That. Uh, <laughs> we need to get him a third seat. He's just in like a pillow. Uh, we just, uh, I think it's just like kind of, I don't know if I'll revisit it. You know, I, would, I think I was I would expecting play in the background. a bit more. I was expect, expecting a bit more of Natalie Portman. I thought this was his last movie. I, wasn't that reported somewhere or am I just making that I up? thought it was going to be, but it did say Thor will return at the end of it. And then the way they kind of left Natalie Portman's character, obviously they're going to like bring her back. But well, she's in Valhalla. Yeah, but I'm hoping she's not going to be just this, you know, ethereal Ghost. being with like a dress now because she looked fucking badass she, as Mighty she's a, Thor. She's a higher being now. Like Natalie Portman got me so hype and Valkyrie got me so hype for this movie and they were fantastic in this. I loved their little teaming up. They were the best parts of this movie. Mm. I absolutely thought, thought I so. thought Jane was really good. I thought... I really think Chris Hemsworth was uh, my favorite part of this movie. He was, but Valkyrie and Natalie Portman and, and Jane. I was never a big Valkyrie fan, I'll be honest. But she was great in this, and they like styled her up real nice. She they was didn't better. Her, she, she she was much better in this. And oh she's yeah, been in I didn't care about her in the last Ragnarok. Movie. I just didn't yeah. care. Um, I wasn't too in this one. Yeah. Hmm. What else have we watched? 
I don't know. The princess. Another, the princess. another pretty action With, fact. Boy. So Zoe, Joey, Joey, King. Joey King yes. plays the princess. And I think that this is one of those movies that got lost in the rough when uh, Fox was acquired by Disney. Yeah, because was it? It, I don't know. It's behind produced the scenes by stuff. 20th Center, Century Fox. But it was a great movie. It took, uh, for me, it was like watching uh, a John Wick slash Ready or Not uh, movie together mm. with a sprinkle of fantasy and kind of like turning the princess genre trope in a different way you know well i've been describing it as a because i have been telling my friends to watch it i've been saying hey because we're big buffy the vampire slayer fans and a lot of our yeah. fans are not fans <laughs> we call our friends our friends are fans um our a friends. lot of our friends are Buffy the Vampire Slayer fans as well, and this was very much like a a Buffy the Vampire Slayer Tales of the Slayers comic book. It's what it felt like, right? Like, Joey King felt like a vampire slayer in this. Well, um, and I was watching hard to see if she had a stunt double, and she might, she probably had a stunt double probably. for some of it, but I was watching. There was a lot of her, though. And that was, it was either her or they really smoothed it Did over with CGI, CGI because to make it look like her. There's a lot of. Like, it looked good camera shots that are like really long right yeah a lot of long camera shots that that and you and she's going through the the all the whole choreography Which this i guess was, they could deep fake it right well i've been telling everybody that this is like uh, this movie is it's got a basic plot but like stellar choreography right so like i i imagine the filmmakers went into the pitch meeting like yeah a princess who kicks ass and then that's just kind of where they went with the movie because there's not a whole lot to like the plot of the movie, right? Like she's supposed to be married off to this guy or not yeah. married off. Um, she's like being forcefully married to this guy and her parents are like, you know, the king and queen are like um, held prisoner. And like, so they're chasing and looking for her around this castle and, and it's, she's it's, it's a tower, and I like that they used a tower because they start at the top and towers yeah, are like she, such she a thing. She wakes up at the top of the yeah. tower and she uh, throughout the movie like just goes you know, down the tower, I guess, just lower and lower and lower. And then finally, you know, there's a big battle in the courtyard. And it's just fantastic. And Joey King did such a great job with her choreography. Whoever choreographed all of these fight scenes, yes. fucking fantastic. Because it was it was exhilarating. It was like truly a a punch, punch, kick movie. So, and they didn't try to be anything else other than that. I, I have it here. Uh, she's referred to as the princess throughout Joey King. Plays the title character and says she took her training to heart, doing some to some eighty-five to ninety percent of all her own stunts. Mm, I see it. I see it, and She's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, she had two stunt d- doubles, but she did eighty-five to ninety percent of. Her I stunts. loved it, and I I just love her so much. So Joey King's one that's really interesting is because she always gets a lot of flack for nothing really. I think she just has one of those faces that people don't like, which sounds awful, but. A lot of people hate her. A lot of people like... I don't want to say hate. This is the first time I've liked her. Really? Yes. Son of a bitch. I love her. (laughs) I think she is so great. I have loved her since she was in The Conjuring because she was one of the little girls in The Conjuring. And I thought she was so great. I remember remember watching her in The Conjuring and being like, she's such a good actress. This child is such a good actress. And um, I followed her ever since she was in in, uh, the one with Patricia Arquette about Gypsy Rose. Um, She played Gypsy Rose. On Hulu. We, we, we never watched that. We I watched that. We only watched the actual documentary. Well, she played, I guess you watched it. With I watched movie. it. Yeah, okay. I did watch it with that. It's not your thing, baby. I 
I would have watched it. <laughs> I wanted to watch it, but you never wanted to watch it. Okay. So now I know why you never wanted to watch it because okay. you had already watched it. Well, I love her. I fucking love her, and I think she was so good in this. And I want a sequel so bad. I don't know if they'll do I, a sequel. I just don't think it's getting the attention it deserves. It doesn't. And so everybody, yeah. please on Hulu, The Princess. Please just go watch The Princess on Hulu. Please okay? watch The Princess. It is on so Hulu. good. Think of it as like she's imagine she's like a vampire slayer, right? That's what I was thinking. I was thinking because they have the Tales of the Slayers uh, book. And I was thinking she could have e- easily just like been a vampire slayer. And I, this is one of the ways where, where I kind of wish Buffy could have just been able to expand like this. Yeah. And have like a this would have been great. medieval yeah. vampire slayer that we're watching kick butt, you know, in a castle. Yeah. Um, I would have loved it. And, and and mentally, I am I'm, I'm making it. What, what is it called? It's my headcanon. Your head head cannon. Cannon. Oh, we can do that. Yeah. I think so. There's yeah. a there's a moment where she breaks a stick, has yeah. a stake. She does have a stake. She kills a lot of men in this. <laughs> she, she, she does kill a lot of men. Um, there's one scene where it's just like her and like a hundred guards. That might be you know an exaggeration, but they're all like fighting in this little in this tower, and they're all you know on the stairs and they're jumping over railings and banisters, and it's just crazy and it's so good. And so if you go into this movie, don't expect like some deep plot, right? Just yeah. expect like to be entertained for an hour and a half, a sweet hour and a half. I think it's like an hour and thirty three minutes or so. I think it might be, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really good. Go it's watch it's definitely a treat of a movie. Yes, yes, yes. Um, what else do we have? JLo got married just briefly, I guess. Did JLo you see got that? married? Did you not see that? How did I not see that? To Ben Affleck, yeah, in Vegas. JLo and yeah, JLo got married to Ben Affleck in Vegas. Um, they just had like a quick Vegas wedding, and uh, they she's now she sent so she sent out an email to her uh, her fans. Um, basically like saying, yeah, we did it. Love is beautiful. Love is kind. And it turns out to be love is patient. Twenty years patient. Um, and she signs the letter with. With love, Mrs. Jennifer Lynn Affleck, because unlike the the official paperwork, you know, her marriage license and stuff, she also has changed her name to Jennifer Affleck. And I don't know how I feel about Jennifer Affleck. Well, typically when celebrities change their last name, they still keep their last name professionally, right? I don't know. I'm not going to let this one slide. So even, uh, do you remember Sarah Michelle Gellar? Yes. One of her, like, it was I think like it was a, their fifth anniversary. It was one of those. I think it was like their 10th anniversary. Was it really? They've been married a while now. Maybe it was. Um, for like their 10th or, or anniversary, changed her last name. So she added Prince to her last mm. name. Or maybe it was Sarah Michelle Prince. It's Sarah, Sarah Michelle Prince. Sarah Michelle Prince. Sarah Michelle Prince, but she still goes by Sarah Michelle Giller. You know, it's yeah. definitely a gesture. I'm just not letting this one slide, okay? For uh, She did this. She chose this, okay? So her next movie, I'm going to be telling everybody, I'm going to the, the Jennifer Affleck movie, okay? What do we call her now? Is she, how do you, how do you even do that? J, 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 F, Lo, J, J, F, Jaff, Jaff. Jeff, Jeff, we're gonna go with Jeff. I like Jeff a lot. Okay, that reminds me of the what, what we do in the shadows. Jeff, Jeff. <laughs> like her name is just you know oh. it's so beautiful. Love the name, and then his name, you know, Jeff. It's just like it's like it's like when you when you come, it's like Jeff. <laughs> we are gonna call her. So we're gonna start. This is she's Jeff now. Okay, J Lo, no more. This is Jeff. This has been a fun conversation, but now we gotta just like. 
let's just briefly do it, right? I feel like it's worth mentioning at least because the shit stain of Texas uh, Senator Ted Cruz has has had some comments on Obergefell, and everybody's talking about it right now. Yeah. Um, everybody's like sharing this like minute fifty second long clip. Seconds. Yeah, long clip, which is like not much of the interview. So the interview was on, which uh, is actually what I read on CNN. I told you, was man. That, I told yeah. you he had a spot on the the cloakroom. I don't watch, but um, that's where that came from. But the full the full conversation is about like seven minutes um, talking about this specific topic right here. And, of course, he said, because he's a Republican senator, he said that he thought Obergefell was, you know, the wrong decision and that it was basically saying – it was basically the higher court saying that the states, you know, didn't – weren't making the right decisions and didn't know what they were doing. So he thinks that it should have been up to the states whether, you know, gay marriage should have been allowed. He says that um, – that, you know, during that period that states were already, some states were already moving into like legalizing gay marriage. Some states were uh, moving towards, you know, creating civil, civil unions, unions, yeah. partnerships. And, and he said, so it should have been left up to the states. Obviously that that's not a shocker. Um, but some things that are kind of being left out of the entire thing, if you just watch the whole clip, I mean, it doesn't get any better, but he says that this is sort of like, cause there's a lot of conversation, I guess, going you know, everybody's fairly scared or worried that, you know, because of what happened, you know, the overturning of uh, Roe and Casey, that, uh, you know, Obergefell is next. Uh, Ted Cruz did say, though, that uh, this is the Obergefell was different from Roe v. Wade because uh, a movement came from Roe v. Wade. Right. So his big point is that the pro-life movement came out of Roe v. Wade. He was talking about if it created more problems after the fact yeah. with it in place. Mm hmm. Uh, than whether uh, it didn't. And so he referenced more problems with Roe versus Wade than problems that have come from gay marriage. From Obergefell, exactly. I think he's saying that it's a, it's a question of workable versus unworkable and that Roe v. Wade was not workable. Um, that the, the pro-life movement got really big after Roe v. Wade and it's been a big point of political contention for the past 50 years. It created a lot of political divide and he was saying that basically Obergefell hasn't really done that. There hasn't really been a movement that's really risen out of that decision. And so... Uh, it just seems more like an opinion than a movement. Well, what he, it seems like he's doing, <laughs> because there's a lot of gaslighting going on, is that he's like, you guys are panicking for nothing. There's there's panic for nothing. We hear that all the time, right? There's panic for nothing. Nobody's overturning it. Nobody wants to overturn it. He says in this, he says in this interview that, you know, there would be a lot of chaos. You know, there would be a very chaotic decision to overturn something like that. And, you know, what, the, the big question about what would happen to people's marriages and whether they'd be nullified and all of that. So he does say that, and that sounds reassuring to the ear you know but then we just see time and well, time again we say way too often she, baby she, uh, she did ask a question and that he yeah. sidestepped a bit um whether you know if you get gay married in california yeah but in, but in texas, texas you're, you're married yeah you're, uh, uh, you can't get married if you're californian and you move to texas does that state respect, uh, you know, your your marriage mm. status? And she's like, should there be a decision made on a federal level to respect that stuff? Interstate-wise, um, he really sidestepped that. That's just when he started going into the workability of, of Obergefell, right? And saying, well, Obergefell was workable, right? But he doesn't, like, really say, yeah, the goal here would be to just overturn Obergefell and then... You know, it'd be up to the states, and here in Texas, it probably you're you're probably shit out of luck, right? We are probably shit out of luck in Texas. So, like, I just hear there's sidestepping out the ass from freaking politicians, man. He's just one 
of all the rest of them that do this exact same thing. They do the sidestep and they do the gaslighting. They try to make you seem like, oh, you're just you're just being hysterical and, you know, worrying about nothing, being scared over nothing. And no, like this is clearly where they're headed. This is clearly what the intent is. Um, the, you know. The, yeah, the, 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 obviously there's... <laughs> There's a straight agenda. <laughs> there is a straight agenda. They're talking about the gay agenda, man. The that, straight um, agenda. I don't know. I just think workability is just, it sounds like bullshit, right? Like, mind your business. Mind your business. Worry about your own self. Worry about your family. Which, worry about what y'all are doing over there. Um, and I'll worry about what I'm doing over here. And, and then that's the workability of it, you know? That's very workable, I think. Well, I don't know. That's that. Um, we'll go to ad break, I guess. And then when we come back, we figured we'd do a couple of... Uh, Am I the assholes? We kept like the hot topics a little bit lighter, but it ended up like taking up more than half an hour. <laughs> I don't know how oh many. Oh my gosh, did it really? We'll, yeah, I, I don't know I how many like we'll be able minutes. to get through, but uh, we'll do a couple of them. We'll at least read one, but uh, we will be back in a second with that. Uh, but first, a word from our sponsor. Now it's time to tell you all a little bit about our sponsor for today's episode, Helix Sleep. Helix is a premium mattress and a box company that makes beds to fit your unique sleep style. All right, this one comes from AJP in El Paso, Texas. Am I the a-hole for uh, not wanting the dog to sleep on my Helix Sleep mattress with me? No, really? No, because it's a really nice mattress. I think you're the a-hole, AJP. I think you're... (laughs) We have had our... uh, This episode is obviously kindly being sponsored by Helix Sleep, and we have had our Helix Sleep mattresses for over two years now. We have one queen, one king. They are just wonderful... Best sleep ever. Brando yeah. loves it just as much as I do. Brando does love it. But you want to expel him from bed. Why don't you let him sleep right there? I, Because hmm? he wants to sleep on my head, Zachary. Hey, you know what he likes to do? Dogs get one short life. He likes to sleep life. on my pillow with me. And those Your are Helix sleep, sleep pillows. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going full circle here. <laughs> Which... Um, you can get two free pillows with your order, there just you by go. the way. I just want to throw that out there. Felix knows that everybody is different and everybody has their own unique needs, and so they've made a sleep quiz that'll match you with your perfect mattress based on your needs. I am an all-over sleeper. Alistair is more of a side sleeper. He likes a firm mattress. I like, uh, you know, more medium. We took the quiz together and we got the Midnight Mattress. And one of the best parts about Helix is that they deliver the mattress right to your door for free. It comes rolled up in a box and is super easy to set up yourself. And if it makes you nervous to buy something online that you haven't tried, Helix has a 100-night sleep trial, so you get more than three months to make sure that you absolutely love it. And if you don't, they'll pick it up for you and you'll get a full refund. Well, if you or somebody you know is in the market for a new mattress and you think that Helix Sleep sounds right for you, you can go to helixsleep.com slash tequila where you can get up to $200 off of your mattress and... Two free pillows, one for your dog and one for you. There you go. And we're back. Okay. Do you guys know what an Am I the Asshole is? I see them everywhere. I see them all over TikTok and stuff. So we're just adding to it. We're, co- we're copycats, I guess. Um, I know. Well, it's a Reddit page, actually. On uh, Is it a Reddit page? Yeah. yeah. Reddit page. That's mm-hmm. where we, we get them. So people, I'm, I'm really into Reddit. Do you want to describe it? What an Am I the Asshole well, is for people who don't people really know? Well, it's where people go to kind of sound out whether they were being a bad person in a situation. So they're like, hey, this is my side. This is their side. Am I the a hole? Say asshole. No, I don't want say to say asshole. It. You just made a wood joke. You made a dick joke earlier in the episode. Say asshole. I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> this, this guy right here, buddy, buddy, buddy. I don't, I don't want to be inappropriate. It's a guy. It's a guy. So we, we figured we'd do a couple of them. Am, am I the asshole? 
the a-hole yes uh, questions and uh yeah i'll give our opinion see what you guys say that's what our, our our comment prompt will be if you're watching on uh on youtube make sure to leave a comment leave a like leave a comment based on uh, what you think about a couple of these um okay you want me to start yeah okay uh Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that it's weird to go in the hot tub naked with your brothers and father? All right, so he goes into it here. I'm going to word this as unbiased as I can, just to see if it's me that's the odd one out here. He told me he used to go in the hot tub naked with his dad or brothers or all together. He did say that his mom doesn't partake. He said it nonchalantly. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. This could be a very European thing or something that would make sense in the 60s, but he's from the Midwest, and we're in our 30s. They did this in high school. They walked around the house naked a lot. Three boys kind of thing. I don't know. Sounds a little weird. Am I the asshole for saying it's weird? Not that anything happened, but the unnecessary nakedness just had me raising an eyebrow. I'm not prudish, but I'm also a dude. I've literally never seen my brother naked. Maybe my father once or twice. I'm also not the skittish kind of guy to wrap a towel around my waist and put my underwear on in a locker room. This just, this is just kind of weird to me and it's not weird to him. LOL. Hmm. Okay. So I have several opinions Hmm. over this. Um, I think one it's, you're not the a hole for saying it's weird because for you personally, it is a weird thing. Do you think it's weird? Um, to walk, uh, so what, what is it? It's to go in the hot tub naked with your brothers. And so it's hot tub naked, but he also talks about, um, just walking around, naked walking and around just naked, being freely naked together. Uh, I think it's, I, I'm curious of whether he has sisters or not. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I, I wonder if they would have done that if there was more women in the household I guess. and not just men. Um, but I think it, it might be. I don't know, just a family. <laughs> do you think it's weird, Bubby? I think it's. I wouldn't do it. Well, do you think it's weird? No, I don't think it's weird. Okay, I think it's okay for her to think it's weird, though. Is this a her? I mean, him. Sorry, is him. it him? It yes. says. It says. It says. I'm a dude. Okay. I'm also a dude. Yes, I don't it's know. A what, gay couple. Right? I, yeah, I immediately okay. thought. Yeah. I just thought it was. It's not bad for you to say that it's weird because yeah. it's weird to you, and you probably want. I think that's weird. You want your boyfriend to understand where you're coming from. Yeah. If that's something that he thinks is the norm. And you also want your boyfriend to not just like one day just get, you don't want to show up to, to your um, uh, boyfriend's house and everybody's naked in the hot tub. I or, think it's weird, but I don't think that, that you know, just because I think it's weird doesn't mean it's, a, it's, a, it's something that's wrong because clearly they, they don't think it's weird. That family doesn't think it's weird and they will still do it. You know, they're in their 30s and they're still doing it. Uh, so... Can you tell them that they're wrong? No, you can't really say that they're wrong. But if it's making you, we're going to go with boyfriend, right? We're going to say that they're boyfriends. And if it's making you uncomfortable, if you're over there and they're doing that in front of you and it's making you uncomfortable, you should be able to say something to your partner, right? You should be able to say something to your boyfriend and say, hey, this is making me a little bit uncomfortable. And like, I don't want to walk around with your dad and your brothers naked around me you know yeah i just I, don't want that um, I, I think that's valid would you mind saying something to them would you mind you know maybe not doing that with me here around uh so, I, see i would phrase it this way where like i'd be like cool y'all do it however this makes me uncomfortable so i'm not gonna be here if you want me here then if you want to run around might, naked with your you brothers and dad, cover just, up just a little bit, let me know and I won't be here. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'll go to the Water Burger for a second. Just, <laughs> you text me when y'all are done having your free run. Okay, 
<laughs> Say it, baby. It's weird. It is weird. <laughs> but you know what? To each their own, you know? Just let them do it. Just have a True. conversation with your partner. But I guess the question is, am I the asshole for saying it's weird? No. I don't think no. you're the asshole for saying it's weird. Um, my turn? Yeah. Okay. So am I the a-hole? I went on vacation with my friend and her family, and they kicked me out. I got my own room and stayed. Okay. So I am. This was a long one. I know. Um, I am in college, and my roommate from last year, Meg, whose family is really rich, said she could bring a friend on vacation. It was kind of awkward. I was her third choice, but her family vetoed the first two because they didn't want her bringing a boy or this other female friends of hers that they disliked. Uh, Her parents bought my plane ticket and booked the resort, which I was very grateful for, and I saved a lot of money up so I could make sure I buy my own food and activities while I'm there. And treat her family to a dinner as a thank you for the ticket. But when the trip started, it was just bad. It was her, me, her mother, her father, two of her father's friends, and her three brothers going. Why is it big on all these brothers? Where did all these brothers come from? Uh, On the flight, they all got first class and got me an economy seat. I'd say, like, that might be the first red flag. Uh, But I didn't say anything because why argue about a free ticket? The first night they went to a grocery, it turns out they wanted to cook at the resort kitchen for the whole trip. And by they wanted to cook, it actually turned out that they wanted me and Meg, that's her friend, uh, to cook. I wasn't warned about this, but it turns out that Meg's family is so traditional that they see cooking as a woman's job. And her mom had just had hand surgery. So it was me and Meg cooking every meal for six men and her mom. And I can't cook well. I know a couple of staple meals to feed myself, but since I rarely eat meat, I don't know how to cook it. I'm also okay at cooking for one or two, but I have no practice cooking for a group of nine. I screwed it up, undercooked chicken, overcooked some steak, and her dad was angry with me. I got short with him and told him that he knew how to do better. He could pitch in instead of standing around criticizing. But he got furious and he said he was on his vacation. I said I was trying to have a vacation too, or did they invite me to be an unpaid domestic servant? Meg's parents and dad's friends got angry I said that and started yelling at me. The argument escalated. I sarcastically called myself the help. His dad snapped at me and told me to get out of their suite and go home. Didn't say about how he expected me to do that. I left and called the airline with my uh, with my ticket and asked them if they could do anything to prevent anyone else from modifying or canceling my ticket. They let me set a passcode and no changes could be made to the flight without it. That's smart. That was smart. Uh, Then I went to the resort desk to ask about rooms, saying I was stranded unexpectedly. They actually did have some affordable rooms available because of a weekday discount, so I got housing and still had money left over for touristy stuff. I went sightseeing and relaxed on the beach for three days until Meg's parents ran into me. They were taking a sunset walk and did a double take seeing me on the beach. They said they thought I was going home, and I said I decided to stay. They were angry because they saw me staying and using the return flight as having deceived them into thinking I couldn't afford a vacation and using them for flights when I could actually afford things. Am I the a-hole for staying on the vacation 
and using the flight home. What assholes, really, man? Like, I think this was like a more clear cut one. I kind of like ones that are a little bit more gray, and you can like, I don't know. I know, it's but it's like, like questionable. I like the drama. Yes, there's there is the drama here. This one is like questionable. Like, no, you're not the asshole. Of course, you're not the asshole. Like, first off, the so you said something about the economy seat, right? So they buy her. They all get a. a, a, a a seat in, in first yes. class and she gets an economy seat. I don't think that's weird. I think it's them buying you a flight and it's kind of just like you guys are traveling together, right? And you can sit in economy. I don't well, think that's... I think that you're already setting an expectation for... If they're like, hey, there are only a couple economy seats or only mm-hmm. these seats available or whatever, um, that would be fine. However, you're setting an expectation because she's a guest. I don't think that they owed her any any sort of extra seat though. Like just if, the economy if, seat. If we have was kids fun. and we invite their, I'm, I'm not going to buy economy seats. I mean, but then we I'm, get extra. I'm, I'm, di- we we would probably be buying economy seats for all of us. I know we're all. <laughs> Let's not act like we're in first class. Okay, moving on. No, uh, <laughs> no, no. But like, uh, I uh, I was in this situation. I uh, was invited to go with my friend's friend and his parents to Costa Rica. And also help them translate uh, while we were in the country. And um, is that why they invited you? Well, yeah, that, that was like one of the reasons. Well, they wanted somebody for my friend, you know, to hang out with while they were going and doing their couple stuff. And also, it was it worked out because I know Spanish, and they wouldn't have to hire a translator. Yeah. And so it worked out, and I was like treated very, very well, like the entire time. She says that she was the third option, though. She was already the third friend. Yeah, you know, she was already feeling like the third wheel, or the, the, the you know, the third pick. You don't want to feel like the third pick. Then, like the economy seat, and I could see that that could be like that could feel weird. I could understand that it would feel like a little awkward for you. Well, because um, they've already othered you, I feel yes, like. Yes, they've already othered you. I don't think it was wrong on their part, but they should have, like, this is what I kind of see is, like, there's no communication here, and they're not, like, telling her what their expectations of this trip are, right? right? Like, yeah. Meg should have been communicating everything with her. Like, hey, um, are you okay? Like, we're going to get you an economy seat, just so you know. Are you, are you good with that? That you would have an economy seat traveling with this. Um, let her know that. Also, we, my, my family's really traditional. We really, you know, we will be cooking the meals. And then, you know, she could say, no, hell no, you can bow out, right? Yeah, you could say, but she didn't tell her anything or like at least OP is not telling us that we, you know, she told her anything because it seems like there is no communication there. Well, I feel bad for her friend. Her, Meg? Yes. Why? Well, because she's trying to Meg's an asshole, no. Well, Meg is an asshole. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Meg is an a-hole. However, now, now she's like, she's their cook. She's probably cooking for them cleaning for them for your her her father's friends i mean i it's not she's not in uh the original poster is not an asshole for leaving however i do feel for meg being alone taking care of the meg needs all to of stand the men up to, and her mom okay then meg needs to stand up to her own damn family and i know it's like easier said than done but you brought your friend onto this trip you didn't tell your friend that y'all were going to be cooking for everybody um and then when it didn't go right, when you didn't cook the the food correctly, your your family, your father, and all of his friends start yelling at your your friend, and kick her off of this trip and strand her there, right? So they get mad at her at the end, right? They see her on the beach and they get mad that she didn't like go home, and they're like, "Oh, she deceived us because we thought she couldn't afford a vacation." Well, how the fuck do you expect her to get home anyway? Then, like, if she can't afford it. She can't afford to go back anyway. She has to stay there, you know? Yeah, they they probably expected her to change her flight to, like, maybe the next day or something. And you, Meg, allowed your family to do that to her. You allowed your family to do that to your friend. 
I don't have any sympathy for, for for Meg. I think Meg Meg's an asshole. Meg should have stood up for her friend and said, "No, this is ridiculous. We're on a trip. She can't just get home. She has to use like she should have gone in and tried to mediate that situation." I understand that the family dynamics are probably really weird, right? That Meg probably is, a, you know, a subservient daughter and probably doesn't stand up to her family is what it sounds like. But still, this is now involving. Somebody that's not in your family. Your, your family's free to do that, right? Your family's free to be however they want. But you guys brought this girl in, and it, she's not an indentured servant. You're treating her like a damn servant. It, it, every time you say, say Meg, I think of Meg from Family Guy. I know. That name always trips me up. <laughs> and, and, and then I've been thinking about it. I was, I, was, I was thinking about it more, and I was like, what else does this remind me of? White Lotus. Oh, it does. It yeah, but they didn't White treat Lotus. her like an but indentured servant. Like, yeah. Like anything bad. It they, just... They were just... I mean, I think the whole families are just a bunch of assholes and the dad's friends are assholes and it's just like a weird situation anyway. And there was no communication and just like, I'm glad she, I'm glad it worked out for her and she got her own little vacation. I hope she had a book on the beach that she was reading and she was enjoying her time. I know she said that she got to do her excursions. Yes. And I hope that she got to go out and have fun and maybe make friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, we just, I guess that's all the time for Emma, the assholes. We We had time for two. two. It's time for two. Uh, Ted, Chris took all our damn time up. Shit stain. I mean, someone is the a-hole. Mm-hmm. Ted Cruz is so like annoying to me too. I'm just gonna go on a quick rant about it because we got a couple minutes. Um, he's like, I lost all my damn respect for him when he when he. I mean, when he left to was Cancun. No, Cancun? no, 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 no. I already had no respect for him during that during the big ice storm, and he left to Cancun. That's also another. Am I the asshole for leaving my state <laughs> in an ice storm to to, to go to Cancun? <laughs> <laughs> he said, what did he say? He said, I was taking my daughters. I wanted my daughters to go and be okay. Well, there's no, you know, we already had this. That's fine. Came That's fine. For photo op of him putting water. That's fine. Take clear. your daughters to Cancun. Send your daughters off to Cancun, right? But you do not leave the state of Texas because you got in a position of power to take care of your state. It is your responsibility to stay here and, you know, go through it with everybody. Um, your daughters can go to Cancun and enjoy it. Your wife can go to Cancun. Go for it. Go for it. Your ass needs to be here. Um, <laughs> that wasn't what it did though because when trump was fucking going after his wife he and then he's like sucking trump's dick right after that right and like yeah. oh i'll you know, just trump even though trump went after my family let me tell you something somebody goes after you i'm gonna kick their ass okay treat it to style get up karen <laughs> i just want to say for legal reasons i do not advocate for any violent actions no let somebody talk in person, okay, somebody's going to talk about you online. I can't do nothing about that. But like, come up to my face and talk about my husband. Say something about my husband. I'm going to kick their ass for you, baby. I'm going to defend your honor. He means if you say something bad. But I do not advocate for violence. I'll, I'll hold you back. I've been in a fight or two. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, hold me back, hold me back. I love the people who like try to get in a fight and they're like waiting for their friends to they're hold them back. They're waiting for people to hold them back. But nobody holds them back. <laughs> and they're just like, so they don't fight. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, this I guess be, uh, this is the end of the episode. <laughs> make sure to, uh, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to leave us a, a five-star review on Spotify and on Apple and uh, leave us a comment on any of this. Yes. Um, if you're, if you're, if you're watching, watching us on YouTube, YouTube um, it's uh, on the AZB bonus features channel. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, leave I think us a like it. and a comment. Yeah. We'll see you guys on Friday. Oh, we have a TikTok now, by the way. So go ahead and subscribe to the TikTok. Coffee and Tequila Show. 
the same handle as our Instagram. Yeah. And if there's ever hot topics for the morning shows that you guys want us to cover, make sure to like go let us know in the DMs on the Coffee and Tequila Morning Show uh, on Instagram or Coffee and Tequila Morning Show at gmail.com. You can email us about that if there's any topics you guys want us to cover for the late shows. It's all on you guys. You know, we take, we take, uh, we take, recommendations all the time so yeah it's up to you on friday i think we are doing uh we're gonna either do blanche monier or dog day afternoon so stay tuned for that and uh we will see you we'll see you then adios gentle listeners